Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Alex Pulowski, and everything sucks today. Uh, mm. <laughs> Alex is under the weather, so I'm going to be your host mm-hmm. from the bullpen, still from the right side. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be taking over driving the engine of the show, which I'm sure will go extremely smoothly. Oh, not sure. weird at all. But we are going to do a couple of things to help Alex, who really shouldn't even be here, but we're letting him get away with it because there's so much to talk about on NXT there's tonight. But so much to talk about. Get in those super chats, get in those humper chats, and please leave a thumbs up on this video. It helps people find us in the algorithm. Um, also, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com because Corey Brennan, who's about to jump in in a minute here, has been killing it. Absolutely killing it on the Fightful mm-hmm. Select scoops thread that we are getting basically every <coughs> Tuesday now, which mm-hmm. is awesome, except for the tape Tuesdays because he's such a right. coward. But he, um, no, he is. <laughs> a couple of things. We're going to try and keep the jukebox limited to just Dusty Rhodes today because that's Alex's favorite. So if you want to get your jukebox in, you can, but it has to be as Alex's favorite. We might... We might even come in under two hours because Alex might. is not feeling well. We might, well. honestly, yeah. So, um, but let's be real. It's us, so who knows? But we're going to bring yeah. on Corey Brennan to talk about a few things, including the reintroduction, the re-debut in a way of Sean Spears coming as Sean Spears and not Ty Dillinger. We're going to talk about that and a couple of other things that he has heard as well as some additional scoop skis that he has had alex feeling like a perfect 10 over there clearly but Corey, yep. how you doing i'm great I'm, I'm really cowardly apparently so that's just <laughs> one thing and, and, uh, it's a bit hard to get scoops when nothing's happening oh so suddenly i be yeah. people tell us to make up news all the time yeah, oh I don't yeah know if yeah they sure do yeah yeah so hope you're doing okay alex i'm better than i could be so that's true. Go. Better than than the rest of the household, I'm told. Yeah. So we will we'll hopefully yes. keep things going in that direction. But Corey, happy to have you back on here. Everybody loved you and your Irish accent last time you were on. <laughs> Don't be weird yeah. about it. It's just an Irish accent. Alan does, Alex does eight more accents in that show. Where's right. the love for that? Mm-hmm. Okay, but um, we're very happy to have you back on to talk about the Sean Spears news because you said keep an eye on that Ridge Holland uh, mm-hmm. segment with good yeah. reason and you said there was some other stuff that you wanted to talk about so let's start with uh the sean spears return i think a lot of people self-included were speculating on who this might be with these vignettes uh immediately we know sean spears is a liar he has one face not three i don't know why he's pretending but um this name was not really in the mix i think a lot of people kind of just had that on the back burner we know his wife is pregnant with their second kid I kind of assumed he could go to TNA because that just felt like a fit to me. Um, but him coming back to NXT, I think, is a, a really cool thing here. It's definitely a good lift for the brand. I've always been a, a Ty Dillinger gal myself. Um, but everybody was thinking in terms of Tomatonga, maybe this is a repackaging for Boa, Dante Chen, and Wendy Chu, like what this could be because of the mysterious nature of it. And we get the chairman back, Sean Spears. 
Um, any additional information or details you want to provide about that? Um, first of all, like I, I said on uh, X there a little bit ago, just said that like early on when this vid decisionist started, I was told that not to be guaranteed that I'd be a Japanese talent because everyone was kind of speculating it was going to be Julia. It's going to be, as you guys said, t- uh, a reinvigorated Ten Shah or something like that. Um, yeah. But I, with regards to this uh, with Sean Spears, uh, one thing I was told was that he signed a couple of weeks before those Visionettes started. So these Visionettes were created in with him in mind. Mm. Um, on top of that as well, then, uh, as it is mentioned in the Fight for Select post, uh, Sean provided it. AEW sources did say that Spears was let out of his contract early, so he could sign with NXT. So that's a big, that's a big thing as well. Um, a small detail as well from uh, just today. They kept it very, very secretive again. Wasn't listed on rundowns. No one was listed to be working with Ridge. It was listed as a solo promo. No interrupted interruptions. Shawn Michaels actually played the role of Spears in rehearsals right down to hitting Ridge with the chair. So I think that's a funny image to for people to kind of think about. <laughs> different Shawn. Uh, a different yeah, Shawn for sure. <laughs> for me, I'm just imagining... Uh, HPK just doing his whole uh, every taunt he has and everything while he's doing it, but that's just me. Um, just, so yeah, with Spears, it, it, and I was told to expect that he will, as it was mentioned on commentary with Vic Joseph, that he will be referred to as Sean Spears. He won't be Ty Dillinger. He won't be doing the ten gimmick as much as I'm sure that's going to disappoint you, Alex. Um, he. It it I was told to expect something very in line with what he was running at first in AEW, his yeah. original chairman gimmick, not why he was running towards the end when he was back being a babyface. Um so yeah, all, all in all with Spears as well as the, it, it, lately for the, the these angles, these big angles like the trick and the mellow angle and so on, it, it's been really 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 secretive in nxc over the last few months with these angles and it's continuing that way and um, you did mention tamatonga kate and and obviously there's been a lot of reports coming out today about him i would i asked around about that tonight and uh there's there's not a lot of people in nxt that feels he will be going through the nxt system a lot of people do feel he is going to go straight to the main roster now i don't know if that's a guarantee I don't know if he if plans could change or anything like that, but at least right now, the feeling in NXT is they won't really get much time with him, if any at all. That kind of makes sense because there are things that he could do bloodline adjacent. There are things he could do bullet club adjacent, or he has the look already. He's developed. He's been working new Japan for years. Right. So um, if the purpose of NXT is to be developmental for the most part, probably doesn't need a run there and i actually think that's a refreshing direction to move away from this idea that everybody that comes over from japan has to go through the system like the fact that they had kushida there for so long and we're like you're gonna be in jacket time i don't like that um very glad to see that they're moving in the direction of um matching people with where their work rate is and i feel like for tamatanga to someone who's a seasoned veteran that's probably a good thing as far as the name goes alex wants it to be ty dillinger which i get but I do feel like this I is mean, actually... we we know in the context of NXT, we know who this guy is. Look right. at his face and you go, that's Ty Dillinger. So I, I totally get him wanting to be Sean Spears or whatever. 
but just showing up and everyone being like, oh my God, it's Sean Spears, who is a name that means nothing in the context of NXT. And then for, I would I would prefer him to be like, is that is that Ty Dillinger? And then him to cut a promo saying, that's, that's the old me. This is who I really am. This is Sean Spears. And at that point, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all fine for it. But it was just weird for, for me like, oh my God, Sean Spears, which is, which I guess is a thing like, oh, so Vic Joseph watches AEW. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's a, that's what we're to believe. I do like that trend in general, though, of Jade Cargill coming over as Jade Cargill and oh, Sean sure. Spears coming yeah. because as there's an actual competition around, people are going to be switching brands back and forth. So the fact that you're not like you're an entirely different person, even though WWE doesn't always necessarily acknowledge things that are going on outside of the WWE world, uh, I I just personally do find that refreshing but to, to alex's point this was somebody who jumped from wwe to AEW and is now jumping back so mm-hmm. uh maybe maybe ty dillinger is one of the three faces of him or something maybe we will find out <laughs> down the road but um i actually really liked the chairman gimmick so i'm i'm excited for this i always thought my favorite presentation of sean spears was always the glove that was like my favorite thing that he did and it was the shortest one i thought that was so much fun but that's totally in Kate's wheelhouse. Corey, are there any other updates or anything that you either A, want to report or B, have heard rumblings about or want to speculate on while you're here? And, and please there's... clarify which. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, trust me. I, I'm, not in, I'm not in the interest of being misquoted. So uh, <laughs> the first thing, obviously, um, a big title match set for next week as well. Asuka and Kyrie are going to come down and defend the women's tag titles. I'm told that this has been something that NXT and Sean specifically have been pushing for since Isla and Alba ended up uh, dropping the titles in the unification match with Rousey and Baszler all that time ago. The original plan was supposed to be as it was explained that the titles would go back to being defended and uh, if uh, a couple in NXT don't uh, don't feel particularly happy about that, that there hasn't been much uh, defenses on the brand. So the response to that announcement has been met with a lot of positivity uh, backstage and with officials. Um, and re- and another thing that was not that was originally planned for tonight was uh, Fallon Henley and Blair Davenport were supposed to start a program tonight, but it was pushed back to next week because of time constraints. That's that's something that I think will be a fun program personally and in terms of any speculations um a lot of people have been asking me about what i think about um the possibility of nakajima coming in now that charlie dempsey is the uh heritage cup champion if you want my opinion on it i think that there's going to be a time when that aj ajpw uh, alliance or deal or working relationship is going to come back nxt's way they lent Charlie over to NXT or to AJPW. So I expected some form of AJPW representation and um, possibly for stand and deliver. Uh, but one program, I'm uh, sorry, I completely forgot about this <laughs> right now. There's just so much going on in my head. Um, but the tag team title program that is expected for stand and deliver as it was teased tonight is Braun and Baron versus DOC versus Gallows and Anderson, that is pretty much locked in at the moment. Uh, I was told to expect a multi-team qualifying match in the next few weeks, possibly as soon as the week after Roadblock. 
But um, yeah, that's really all there is that I really have to say right now anyway. No, that's awesome. I think Nakajima also either has a contract coming up or um, is expected to be departing AJPW in the near-ish future. Do not quote me on that. I know much more about New Japan than I know about All Japan. And I don't even know enough about New Japan to speak too confidently to things. So, uh, But I, I do believe it is a contract year for Nakajima as well. So interesting possibilities, not only with that partnership, but the possibilities of him just signing outright for WWE or in America in general. But um, Corey, thank you so much for, for coming on here and giving us a little bit more context for Sean Spears' debut. Finding out he's going to be working as Sean Spears. Matthew Hook saying Corey is awesome. He is awesome. I was kidding when I called him a coward before. Joel, you are not booked to win next week. You're never booked to win, except <laughs> when the Fightful Championship is on the line. That's right. And you don't well, even defend that. He doesn't. He should vacate <laughs> it at this point. It's very upsetting to me. So... Joel, who has the Fightful Championship, I am going to make like Dijak and ratio him every chance I get and maybe throw him into a river. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, Corey, thank you so much for for joining us. We'll make more of a habit out of this as there is debuts and breaking news to, to bring you on uh, to pop the chat with your accent and to give us more information as often as we can. We appreciate all the hard work that you're doing. And we'll re- take this opportunity to remind you he could have had some of that earlier. He could have subscribed to FightfulSelect.com. Corey's got those scoop threads going up every Tuesday, except tape ones, which I guess will out. But thank you so much for joining, Corey. <laughs> Apparently, that's just going to be the bit, isn't it? Anytime there's a double oh, yeah. tape and I'm going to be a coward, I should have done this, I should have done that. But yeah. hey, I'll take it. Well, welcome. <laughs> You're, we gave you a bit in your second appearance. That is like... That is top tier stuff. So normally bits are are more earned here, but we basically <laughs> treated you like Opa Femi because you're doing such a great job. You got hot shotted right away to a bit, and here you are. So I'll take it. <laughs> Corey, thank you so much for joining. All right, guys. Thank you, Corey. See you. See you guys. Bye. Have a good night-ish morning night. over there. Yes, <laughs> morning, yeah. Get some rest. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Well, that was uh, the darling Corey. So yeah. nice to have him on when he's we have such, him here. He's such a a breath of Irish spring fresh air. He really know? is. Yeah, isn't that um, detergent? It's a soap, um, soap. Or, or deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it smells like an Irish spring. Um, there you go. Yeah, some guy who's not Irish they hired to be in all those commercials back in the eighties. It was very funny. Um. So, yes, um, I I am under the weather, but I'm I'm feeling a lot better than I did before. I'm a, I'm I'm better, but still bad. So basically, I'm Dominic Mysterio, um, and so that's we're gonna push through this whole thing. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, and and we have we have apparently doctor puns, which I appreciate. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, we're gonna do doctor puns because mm-hmm. Alex is sick, but we also have more important things. Not more important things, equal of importance, but not pun-related chats to get to. Like my dad saying, greetings, SGS and JWP. Feel better, Paul Paulowski. Thanks, Dad. Appreciate you being here. (sighs) I'll try. Um, There's some good ones coming in already. Yeah, there are. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. So, do you want to talk about... I, I I would rather talk about the the opening bit as a prelude to the closing bit. Okay. okay with me. Yeah. I've been grouping most of the stuff in my notes. So yeah. that also works. <clears throat> our, um, 
I, the, I would like to start with 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 saying that um, that Ava should get a better office. Because yeah, this it, is it looks it's giving it looks office like she, space. It's giving your own storage room. Basically. Yes, it did. It does. It's basically, like I believe you. I, be, I believe you took my stapler. That's basically what it's. <clears throat> so Ooh, yeah, she, she talks to Gigi, and then like come into my office, and they walk into this little alcove. It's very narrow. It's got a sink in it, and there is a door off off the sink. Like there's a you walk you have to walk past a sink. With one of those little like paper towel things, yes, like one of those, and then you have to walk past it and then go into your office. And the office is like a table and a chair. It's not a desk; it's a table. Like she's been the GM for weeks now. At this point, yeah. can we not and get her an office? Was the GM before she was even announced as one? So there was plenty of yeah. time. HR, whoever is an yeah, HR, yeah. Yeah. needs to get it together. But I also just want to make it very clear. I told Alex that I would like drive the ship today, right? And but he I, like I need, immediately I need, just jumped in, like. But it's I, not but possible. I, I needed, I needed to get that part of there because I feel like you would have skipped it. I needed to talk about her <laughs> office. I'm still gonna let you talk. Okay, good. <laughs> Listen, it's just you know. No, it feels weird. This feels weird, but I'll do my best. We had Ava Rain, um, backstage saying that every show leading into Stand and Deliver <laughs> is a big show, which I liked, and you have Gigi Dolan walking up, and she wants to talk about. What's next for her? This is what, should, this is what we yeah, got Corey, Corey. Right in here. Corey should just <laughs> ask around, find out why she doesn't have an office. Why it's not is like it they're, so makeshift? It, it's not yeah. like they're touring. Like, no. It's like, and they're in a different arena this week than they were last week. And so it's a different, like, she should have an office. Even if it's Wait. that, one, if it's one of those offices that, like, one of the walls is made out of cardboard so somebody can spear somebody through it. Just something. Because, because like. Step into my office. Don't mind the sink. Somebody dumped their yogurt in there this morning. Like, it just feels weird. Um, Alex, on the main roster, Drew McIntyre put his sword, I want to say, through a table, and they shipped did. that table to mm-hmm. the next arena. You would I think. Did. If you can ship a table with a sword in it from one yeah. arena to another, yeah. at NXT, you could find an office to you put could. your new general manager in. Yeah. But Gigi Dolan wants to know what's next for her. And so do I, Gigi Dolan. I'm a big fan of hers. I would also like to know what's next for her. Um, and so does Jada Parker. She would also like to talk. And Gigi says that the line is behind her. Man, Jada Parker has so much charisma, man. <laughs> She's yes. like very, she very, very good at this already. Um, and Ava tells them that they're each other's immediate future. So enjoy that mm-hmm. match. Um, and she tells Jada to leave first, but Jada is extremely natural at this. Like, yeah. uh, the segment later, especially when they're basically <laughs> saying what we've been saying about Ariana Grace, but we'll get there in a little bit. Like she just has assimilated to a very weird environment and, uh, done so with a ton of confidence and, and just natural charisma, mm-hmm. um, she seems like she wants to be there to wrestle, which is also refreshing. She's not right. like, I am a hobbyist in this thing and also a wrestler, right. which is my least favorite approach to pro wrestling. So yeah. uh, I I actually appreciated this segment and what it led to later outside of I had the same takeaway. Like, why yeah. is her office so bare bones? It shouldn't yeah. have cinder block walls. That's not fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Jada being already in the office and Ava like what are you doing in here 
um, she walked in of her own volition. But then when she's like, Ava, you leave, I'm sorry, uh, Jada, you leave first. Jada turns around and walks out the other. There are two entrances to this room. <laughs> Why are there two doors to your office? That's, that's, a, that's like a, you have a Jack and Jill office? That's why would you do that? That's a that's a dumb way. That's you shouldn't have that for your office. There should be one means of entrance to your office, like because the, the, they they come in from the left and then she exits through the right. And I feel like that's not whatever. Guys, Alex um, was unwell today, and he's still picking up every staging this is, thing. This is, this is this is this is my sickness. The real. I sickness, love it though because I will say yesterday's yesterday's I caught when Dominic Mysterio went the opposite way after being like, I'm yeah. going to follow them and just flat out left the other direction. Like, just soft-shooed the other way. Uh-huh. Um, but this is good. Like, Ava's presence on the show has expanded into her doing way more valuable things than she was in the beginning, and this was a nice example of that, and it led to a match later in the day. Made sense. Mm-hmm. That's neat. We like things that make sense. We don't always get things that make sense on the show, nope. but we nope. like them. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, speaking of things that make sense, just, I mean, it's, it makes sense because it's, it's the next T. Another, hey, there's somebody at ringside who's going to stop me from winning the match. And then we're just going to, did we do that 12 times tonight? It might have been, been 12 matches, but they did it 12 times tonight. They did it 12 times in four matches. No, oh. there was. There were a lot of very talky segments today, actually, and a lot of short matches, which was not my favorite, but a lot actually did happen on this episode. But our first match of the night is Kalani Jordan versus Kiana James. And uh, we, of course, get Izzy Dame cutting Kalani Jordan off from going through the ropes. So she goes over them instead and dives onto Kiana and Izzy. Um, We get Izzy yanking Kalani off the apron and then rolling her up and Kiana going for the 401k for the three and a suplex. And that comes after a suplex and a shot mm-hmm. over the ropes. So mm-hmm. um, I liked that the ending of this had damage before the like goofy ending. Yeah. It, it made it a little bit more sellable, but it is just lather, rinse, repeat yeah. uh, of some formulaic booking that we get over and over again, not just in general, but within the same night to your point, this match was just kind of there. It didn't really have any stakes, but uh, both gals looked fine in it. Um, Yeah. It was, it was inoffensive, but Izzy Dame continues to be a presence. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, she, she's doing her job, which is to, you know, stop people from doing that. I like that her little, um, her weird little, it's like an eat defeat, but with the, instead of a feet, it's a knee. That little yeah. move that Keanu James Keep does, the they call it the they call it the the uh, deal breaker, which I think is a great name for for her thing. But they they already had a great finisher for her, and they just didn't call it a good thing. They should have been the way a four hundred one ko. But that was a great finisher too. Now she's got two of them, so you should give one of those to somebody else because a lot of people don't have good ones. Um, uh, this is where we found out that Booker T was back, and uh, oh my god. Did I not miss that guy? He sure was back. <laughs> this girl, Kalani Jordan, is here. Oh, yes, man. Just that all night. All I, night. uh, 
You know what I will say about him? He jumped right in without skipping a beat. Because when you don't yeah, watch exactly. the show that's in front of you to start, well, yeah, you he, being off screen makes no difference yeah. at all. He, but he, he did call Luca Crucifino Lou Safino. So, like, he doesn't watch the show. Like, that's the thing. He doesn't watch the show at all. So, you know. No. Nope. Uh, Byron Saxon. I did not know your game. I take it back. I miss you so much. I miss Wade Barrett, honestly. Like, Wade Barrett yeah, was, was excellent great. when he was back, was especially great. for the pay-per-view. But Booker T, uh, absence did not make the heart grow fonder. So maybe it was just not a long enough absence. Mm -hmm. We should see if more absence will make us miss him because currently the missing him level was at 0%. Uh -huh. yeah. And I... I just, I did not care. <sighs> I'm trying to, this is hard to keep track of chats on Night's Light tonight. Hold on. I'm going to go to the Super Chat document. All right. Instead okay. of the the actual chats. Because there's so much happening. There's doc puns. Right. Yeah. The Super Chat document has no Super Chats. So we're good. So we're good. Okay. Yeah. Good. Then we'll just move on to the next segment. I wasn't expecting there to be like any no. anything for most of the first half. No. Of the show. Do you, Do you remember the last time we saw Idris and <laughs> NFA and Malik Blade have a match? They looked really I, good. It was against um. It was Axiom against Frazier, Ashley and Frazier, and it went like twenty two minutes, and it was amazing. So that so how we're gonna build on that with these two guys is have them lose to four and a, in four and a half minutes. Yeah. To to, to the good bros. And I feel like there was, there could have been a different team that you did that to and then had them be part of the gang of all the tag teams that jumped the good brothers because that you, you really just, because I was like, wow, these guys are great. And then you booked me to the way you booked them. And the next, in the subsequent match is to look like crap. Yeah. And like that, that's not, that's not smart. You, you, you convinced me. Because I was I was not a big fan of Malik Blade and Ederson O'Fay. And then you put them we in had this no match with Frazier and, and Axiom. And I was like, I really like what these these guys have improved a lot. I really like Malik Blade isn't wearing a sweater vest anymore. I yeah. am I am down for this team. And then you booked them to just get squashed by the Good Brothers, who I feel like haven't had a tag match in about have they had a tag match since they've been back? Like is it been I think so early, stuff? but like, like early, not early not stuff. I don't think since not AJ recently. was out. Yeah. Not I mean AJ and AJ was out for a while. Yeah. Um, but this, yeah, we get Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus NFA and Malik Blade. Jack Hammer from NFA um going for the apron where he kicks Gallows through Blade and steps. Uh, but this ends with Gallows and the magic killer. Um this was to your point, a weird follow-up. I yeah. get wanting to establish Luke Gallus and Carl Anderson as dominant in a new environment. Um, a, why you picked Idris Anofe and Malik Blade? Have them beat Hank and Tank. Have them beat Hank and Tank. Hank and Tank is right there. That's a perfect call. And these are these are two big boys, and have Gallows and Anderson run through them. That's right there. Perfect. So it is. Now I will say, Gallows and Anderson, I thought looked great in this. Like I was. Yeah. It is it's, refreshing that they care. Like it's you said crazy last week, <laughs> that when they actually attempt to, to to care about what they're doing, they're actually good. That's, they're from that's the weird. Randy Orton school of thought. They're like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to try if you're not going to try creative. So why would I? 
but here it is refreshed and renewed. Uh, Corey mentioned it earlier that feels like the program <laughs> that we're headed for at Stand and Deliver is probably the Good Brothers versus the Wolf Dogs. Um, that is a good mania program. It is obvious who's going to win that with Braun going up and stuff, but right. not not mad about it. And then post-match, we've got Chase U coming through the audience, John Moxley through the, style. Through the, through the Chase U section. Through the Chase U section. They must have been mm-hmm. sitting watching this through the Chase U section. Mm-hmm. That's Chase right. and Duke. Um, well, Chase says that karma's a bitch, and Duke says that they aren't the first people to come in here, but it's time for a Chase U sized ass whooping. Wise call to have the guy that's 6'5 say that because <laughs> Mr. Chase is not that big of a dude. No, so it would not be that big of an ass kicking. But you got Frazier and Axiom also coming in and saying that they have next on the OC, they get on the apron and they argue, and then the LWO is here. For reasons, Wild hits a drop kick on Gallows, <laughs> and all the For teams uh, send the OC to the outside. They're not happy about these big guys showing up, but the Wolf Dogs are on the platform, of course, our beautiful platform, watching all of this happen. Uh, match was extremely one-sided and did not do anything for Malik and NFA. Post match made sense, at least, like the no, I challengers. Didn't. No, because L- LWO makes it make no sense. Okay, LWO, yes, makes absolutely no sense. That's makes it make no sense. Like fair. Gallus, have Gallus come in from behind and like like beat him up. Like I don't know something. Like Gallus is the tag. LWO is not an NXT tag team. I cannot stress this enough. They are currently on SmackDown, getting their ass handed to them by Santos Escobar and his lackeys. They are Im- immersed in a feud on a different show. They're, they they did not they're not doing a thing where like Cal Anderson got slapped by AJ Styles and decided to show up at the, at the PC. That's not what they're doing. They are on a different show. Why they're a part of this, I have no idea. I'm it's... fine. I'm fine with if you're a champion in NXT for as long as you're a champion in NXT, then you're on both shows. You're not on both shows if you're just guys. That's dumb. No, that is weird. And on. Uh... They certainly don't have the like cachet of somebody on the main no. roster coming back because they've been there and mostly losing <laughs> for like 10 minutes. Yep. So it doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense there. I liked Chase U having something to fight for. I like Axiom and Frazier sticking around as a tag team, but this is kind of an indictment of your tag division at this point. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've really run it into the ground, which I feel like anytime you have the Dusty Cup winners be two singles guys thrown together, that's when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
ultimately kind of what you get, especially when one of them is going up to SmackDown. So at least one of them. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what we got for this segment. I don't know if you have anything more to add. But... Nope. Nope. Well, we'll talk more about the... I guess we can talk about it now. Wolf dogs are up in the raven's nest watching this whole thing, laughing to each other. And then they come out of an elevator and Braun says he has an airbrush guy and he'd like to, to hook up Baron Corbin with his airbrush guy. Spoiler alert, that's not the only person who's got an airbrushed letter, letter jacket. And I, I do like it. It's not 1998 spring break. <laughs> I, I I like that Baron Corbin is like, yeah, airbrushing on your on your leather jacket is kind of dumb and 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 old. And like, are you Brian Knobs? Like, <laughs> yeah. what, what? Like, are, are we the nasty boys? That's dumb. But um, but they have a face off with the good bros, and um, they they honestly, I did like the interplay a lot. A lot, you know what I mean? That was fun. That was good. And I, I didn't feel know like Braun Breaker had comedic timing until he today. He does. He has. <laughs> he has good comedic timing. This was fun. Um, and Braun and Baron lose, and uh, at, at, at stand stand and deliver and, and then, deliver. And then, uh, and then the good bros are your heel champions. Everyone has to chase. That feels that feels smart, right? Like yeah. that 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 that, fi- that fills the role. I mean, I, w- I would I like to see somebody on the NXT roster ready to be what the good brothers are going to be yes but do they have anybody ready for do that no they do not so you know their division got very weak and it's kind of a bummer because <coughs> i liked the work that lwo was doing when they were here yeah. um and i liked the work that the creeds were doing obviously though they should have gotten called up but now it's like got called up to do what because they they came on so strong and then yeah. haven't been doing anything they weren't aligned with uh alpha academy like we thought they might be they weren't aligned with somebody who could be a stronger mouthpiece for them they've just kind of been floating around ivy nile went up with them and she's had like half a tag program with someone who's not ready to be on the main roster at all in maxine dupree so it just uh overdue for call up yes called up to what is an important question in this i think so there was no real rebuild because gallus felt like actual tag team right but the right. family kind of didn't and chase you kind of they felt like a tag team but they were something bigger and it was mired in such weird stuff and they never really wrestled um so it it, it just has been story driven not supported by any matches which is yeah. not a great way to keep a tag team fresh but i'm actually excited about this for the good brothers because they seem renewed about it and i think uh they can do a, i would say the Good Brothers' biggest strength is making other teams look good. So this sure. is a good spot for them. Yeah. But let do cuts and wrestle, for the love of God. Well, he's going he's gonna to wrestle and lose uh, on Tuesday. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, Earlier in the night, <laughs> we have Roxanne Perez losing her ever-loving shit in the locker room. Yep. complaining about losing out on a title shot for two weeks in a row she goes to leave and jakara comes in and talks a bunch of s and says uh lash should stay ready and we get a brawl um i'm gonna talk about all the weirdness that we got with um lyra 
in one foul swoop as well. But this does lead to a four-minute match between Roxanne and Jakara Jackson. That has Roxanne dodging a slap and going out of her mind on Jakara into the ropes. And she knocks Jakara down. A big right hand and a drop kick. Charging uppercut in the corner and a Russian leg sweep into the crossface. And Jakara Jackson taps. Um, I do not like this direction for Roxanne. I like the difference in the in-ring moveset. Like, I, I really like sure. her using the crossface. I like the Russian leg sweep that we got tonight. Um, I just, there's some people that are baby faces and Roxanne is one of them. And if she's going to be a heel, it should not be, in my opinion, this heel. She should just be the prodigy. This like, Mm -hmm. this I'm going nuts thing when you're as small as she is, is something that's very very difficult to pull off. And it's also feels way outside of her real house because it just makes her look like a little kid. It's, it doesn't work the way that it's been presented. Uh, I'll throw it over to you for your thoughts on this wonderful segment and this four minute and 11 second match. Cause man, did we get not a lot of match time today? Um, we got, um, she also came out. I don't know. If she has the same airbrush guy as Braun breaker, but she also has an airbrush letter, letter jacket. And I, he was doing like flash designs. Like they do. Yeah. for tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like uh, did you go to the dollars off the sheet? Yeah. Did you, did you go to the County fair and have that airbrushed on your leather jacket? Does like, it, it feels, so it does. Cute. It feels very much like the nasty boys, which is again, a thing from 19 in the mid nineties. So, um, maybe that's, maybe that's the new thing for the kids now. Maybe that's whatever. Um, Boy, it, it is weird to hear Vic Joseph, who has been positioned as the objective commentator, say disparaging things about R- Roxanne Perez. Um, and also really nice things about Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson, which is why I, uh, I believe something else that is happening later in, in, in the show coincides with this. But um, yeah, they fully positioned her as a heel. Um, and, um, she is, um, like she's, she's upset. She haven't, she's never got her, her title match her one-on-one title match. And I think she's right to be upset about that, but they want you to think she's wrong about being upset about that. And that's weird. So it is just a weird thing for them to, uh, it's, it's still, still to me, it doesn't make any sense to take the purest baby face on your roster and turn her into Brian knobs. It doesn't make any sense. I don't get it, but you've done it. And so we'll, we'll see. I hope this is short lived and we pivot back. I mean, like when we, when they pivoted from uh, heel Carmelo to face Carmelo, and now they're back to heel Carmelo, maybe they'll pivot back to baby face Roxanne. But at that point, like she will have been here for far too long. Like there's, I mean, not, not that I listen. I, I I'm, I'm, a, I'm as I am a Liv Morgan fan, sure, and she has a lot of that history with Rhea Ripley. But if Rhea Ripley is going to hold that title through the summer, through the fall, inching into Mania season again, I'm not, so, I'm not saying they're going to, but if they are, like bringing up a pure baby face in Roxanne Perez, who Rhea doesn't take seriously but shocks the world, then you make a brand new star. Like, and, and, and for me, what they've done with her now, she just feels like another bratty, 
like I dress in leather and I'm angry all the time. Like it is, it's, it basically, it feels like all of the men who write this stuff for her have teenage daughters at home and despise them. And that is, and that is how they write her. Yeah. Like, like you don't, you don't, you don't, ungrateful little, (laughs) I'm not going to say you go to your room, young lady. That is what it feels like they are writing for her to me. So that is fair. And it is also someone I think I'd said in the chat last week, uh, it feels almost like, well, we were going to have this for Cora Jade, so now you just have to be Cora Jade. I know. Like, I that know. I don't like. One thing I do like is that it's actually rooted in the trajectory she's had so far a little bit. But when you mentioned what Vic Joseph was doing on commentary, it's like, you can't do that on... I mean, he could do whatever he wants. He has the job, and I well, don't. sure. But, like, I would prefer that he doesn't do that on commentary when booking's already done that to her. Like, booking already made her so damn vulnerable that to then go and cut her legs out from under her on commentary, it's just like, someone's got to help her out here because she's great. So let's keep that going. But I don't know, Alex, if you had asked me not too long ago if I thought she'd be going to the main roster to help Bailey out, right? I probably would have put money on that. Okay. Would you have? I probably would have. And oh. quite honestly, it would have been a bad choice because it doesn't seem like that's the direction it's going now if she's going to be working heel. But it would have been my own fault because I didn't check bet online about it. Okay, I was not educated. I did not go to the place with the earliest betting lines. And I should have been paying attention to the ad that we run very frequently on uh, this and many other shows. So it's like, it's really my bad, but... This time, I'm going to pay attention to it. I'm going to listen to Sean Ross app for the first time in my life. And uh, we'll go from there. But here's Sean to tell us all about it. Hey, guys, I'm here to tell you about Bet Online AG, the official betting partner of Fightful. Whenever you hear about odds for wrestling events, boxing events, MMA events, or really anything, it comes from betonline.ag. They have the earliest lines with odds open before the competition. You can bet big with high limits and rebet functionality. They have the fastest payouts with winnings paid in just minutes and the industry's best bonuses on every qualifying deposit. The biggest markets like NFL, NBA, NCAA, NHL, UFC, plus odds for things like WWE, AEW, and tons of other companies as well. They also have a bunch of popular games. They've been trusted for 25 plus years. As I mentioned, if we have odds here on Fightful, they are always coming from betonline.ag. Check it out, my friends. Bet what you can. Please bet responsibly. Well, now I know better. And I will bet smart and frequently with betonline.ag. Should we do the the worst thing on the show followed by the best thing on the show? Sure. As... As, as Louise calls it, this Thea Hale business. <laughs> just sit- I mean, I, you could also argue Von Wagner and Lexus King just as a match was the worst no, thing. Well, that's a that's a match. I'm talking. Ta- this 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 is this this the storyline that the match was whatever. This this thing that they're doing with Thea Hale and J.C. Jane now being a heel, and she has what was her name again? Jasmine Nix with seven Ys. Yes. 
but <laughs> I don't think it was quite seven. But it, it was. feels like seven. It, it may have been closer to five, but it's seven. Um, um, she's the most Gia from Full House person ever. And it's it's yeah. already not great, but it's just going to be worse because you don't know who Gia from Full House is because you're mm-hmm. Full House ignorance. I'm, yeah. I I have a I have a blind spot in my full house uh more. Uh, yeah, I do. Um anything. Yeah, I mean it's just, it's uh, there full house started in 87. I was that was I was the target age. Eventually I aged out of full house. So that's that's all it is. Full house was you on the air for a long ass time. I, I by the like when I was when I was watching it Stephanie Tanner, who apparently is the person who is is in in the has the relationship with Chia, she was just the five year old going how rude, and that's it. Like she didn't have anything else. There were no storylines surrounding Stephanie Tanner. She she came in, hit her mark, said her catchphrase, and she got the hell out. You know what I mean? That's that's working right there. So <laughs> that's some Hulk Hogan stuff. <laughs> catchphrase, leg drop, and she's out of there. That's right. Um, so Jasmine Nix says, uh, of Riley, who is not behaving the way he should, I guess, um, they don't chase, we don't chase you, they chase us. We don't chase you. Chase you, they chase us. See, what I think you're missing is that it's a reference. No, I, I got it. I got it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Uh, but she says, um, you were used to be a loser, says JC. Not now, not now, obviously, but back then you were a loser. And uh Chase and Duke, they're losers. Look, it was me. I was the one who had to save the university with my amazing scheme of making a calendar. <laughs> and then Gianna James shows up and goes, Hey, those are some great calendars. How many times does they sell out? Three times? That's right. Everybody should bow down to me because I am I am the calendar. Mr. Bow down to the bow down, JCJ. Yep. Um and uh and then they go off and they leave. They leave Thea Hale there. She goes, losers. Seriously? And I just want it to be over. I think Thea Hale's incredibly talented. I want this to be over. I do. Yeah. Also, Fallon Henley catching a lot of strays. In this yeah, season. poor Fallon. She wasn't around to defend herself. I know. Everyone saying only really we get to call her horse girl. Yeah. And say yeah. things. Yeah. Because we're mean about creative, not just mean to her. No. Uh. I. Yeah. So. <laughs> it was bad. Here are all the levels. It was bad on. One, uh, taste-wise, I don't like it. Um, Thea Hale after was like, loser, really? It half felt like she was going to break out into an emotive solo and a yep. musical. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, J.C. Jane... Okay, like, Thea Hale went on a hot Let Me Buy Leather Stuff shopping trip with J.C. Jane months ago. Mm-hmm. But she was still, like, amped up girl for most of this so when she was like no you're cool now as opposed to what two weeks ago yeah. um 
Also, why are you saving the university of people you don't respect then? That makes no sense. Yeah, I know. Those losers, I'm going to help them in their intense financial scandal makes absolutely no sense. Uh, This was not great at all. Uh, I I really liked the sincerity that we got from Thea Hale. (coughs) Was not not very good. But she just is so much. She's just, she's Gia. She just is. So if you know that reference, you're probably like, I don't like this, but I at least I'm on board in the sense okay. that I get that it's, it's good. Uh, and then, of course, the very best thing is that Oba, Oba Femi um, coming in to talk to Ava and he says, I need to know who is my next victim. And uh, and she says, oh, well, I'm trying to figure out. I know there's a lot of people who, who would really love a shot at the North American title. They say that now. But when they get into the ring with me, they'll be singing a different tune or whatever he says. I'm like, I love this guy. So, so good. I love this guy so much. And, and then who showed up, Alex? Dragonov showed up and they had a stare down. And um, I don't know if they're ever gonna give it to us. I really don't. But I I, I don't think that they I don't think that they will. Maybe, maybe in like um spring break again, which of course is in May. What's it um but we all we don't know what spring break is. Yeah. Sean Jonathan. Heat, heat wave. Davis Michaels the second. Junior PhD. Uh-huh. Not in booking. You do not <coughs> put that thought in my mind mm-hmm. and not follow through with it. Yeah. You do not put it out there. I mean, simply take it away. You, you don't show it to me if I'm not allowed to see it. Sean Thin mm-hmm. Michaels, Junior the second. PhD, MD, Esquire. None of it's I mean, is not qualified for that. I don't know. I honestly don't know. They they have their um their big one, which the Heat Wave is on the same weekend. It's in Toronto or or where they're doing um, Money in the Bank. Um, so maybe they do a big title for title thing then. That would mean Ilya Dragunov gets through Stand and Deliver and everything else in order to get there, which is certainly possible. Um, but like that feels like the biggest possible show they could do that at. Um, but I guess we, we would see who would win in, in a title for title. But it might not be for title for title. It might just be one thing on the line. But I feel like Obafemi would, would be willing to put up his belt because he's so damn confident. And Ilya should. Like Ilya, Ilya should. Uh, because that's the type of champion that Ilya is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I I need it. I need it in my veins real bad. Yeah. And we also don't get a lot of title for title stuff or champion versus champion stuff in NXT. I normally really appreciate that. Like, I don't, no. I don't love that story unless it's done with the right guys. These are the right guys. Yeah, yeah. So. Yes, and it, but it, it also it is crazy that they even. Put, they they know what 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 the overall reaction to Oba is. Yes. You know how everyone is is super on board with this guy because how is his does his match the number of matches he has had number in the tens like uh, not of televised ones no not, certainly not like, televised I'm just talking about like like at, like ever? house show on the Largo loop or whatever 
Like that that that's where he is. And then Dragonov, who did this forever in Europe before he came to, to the States, like that kind of experience that he has. Um, it is to me it's 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 very funny because this is this is um um Luis says it's Sting versus Vader, which is a really good way to describe it. It's um Sting versus Vader. Um, that's a very apt comparison, yeah. <laughs> um but um this is this is the Dragonov versus the big guy who just keeps trying to put him down. Um, so it's the Dijak match times a hundred because it's Obafemi. I love Dijak, but like just the, 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 the way they present Obafemi is that nothing can hurt him. And also he just throws you th like through the earth. So like, there's just so much. He throws 28, 28 matches in his career. Um, if you aren't subscribed to Fightful Select, I'll say this. I tell you all about the great things about Fightful Select. I'm always out here pushing Sean's Q&A. Always talking about the scoops. We've got Corey now who's killing it on the NXT scoop specifically. If you don't subscribe because yesterday Alex and I play video games mm -hmm. and he was Obafemi and he said that he moved all of his like strength and stuff up to 90 because I love Obafemi and he's my friend. He's my best friend. <laughs> my best friend you want to see moments like alex saying oh femi is my best friend in real time i promise you uh -huh. there's a reason that it's paid walled okay it's yeah. high value and it's very special mm -hmm. you should be subscribed to fightful select because we also have Lelinder in that video game as well right and we played two matches yesterday mm -hmm. and they were both awesome and other than Aaliyah getting in way too much offense no offense That's weird. That's against nice. linda who has like a nasty move set. Yeah, really nasty. It's true. Um, yeah, this is great. Um, There's some good stuff say? for Dragonoff lined up, and we'll talk about the rest at the the end of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, um, Obafemi walks out later into the parking lot, and Beach wants a shot at him, and Oba's like, "All right, cool. This this, this is not something you want to do, but all right." Um, I love when he says. Who is my next victim? Mm -hmm. uh, it's even funnier because, like, Ava Rain has <coughs> office while this right. is happening. Mm -hmm. But I actually really liked the staging of the way Dragonoff came in because mm -hmm. I just, I really like what they're doing with Obafemi, and we never get it in NXT because yeah. he's just, it's Gunthery and that he's just like unbeatable mm -hmm. champion who's unafraid of anybody. And right. Uh, everything is so character heavy in NXT that this is this is really refreshing. So, yep. Um, Dijak defeated Lou Safino. Um, <laughs> Lewis. Oh, sorry, Lewis Lewis Safino. Um, Lucas Crucifino. They don't actually, even call like, him like Lucas Crucifino. Like it's no. not if you're looking at his name, it's not even Lou close Safino. to Lou. Mm -hmm. Yes, Lou Safino. Um, uh and um and like Christofino got in a lot of great stuff like he was just he was fighting he was fighting hard against uh against Dijak but Dijak is too much for him and beats him and it, it was, was good. good it was a really good match it was yeah. really good Luca Christofino looked great in this um this is what they didn't do with Idris uh and Malik in the beginning uh -huh. where you knew the good brothers were going to win but like they they would look good in the process. They didn't really look good in the process. Here's the opposite. Like, you knew Dijak was going to win. He wins with, uh, what does he use as the finisher? I always forget what it is. 
No, feast your eyes. The feast your eyes with the discus boot right before it too. Um, this looked he looked great, and I just really appreciate that. Dijak just commits felonies until he gets stipulation matches, and then he looks great in stipulation matches. Because right after this, we get Gacy, who broke out while still in a straitjacket. <laughs> uh-huh. We got him distracting in this match. Um, and Luca nailing Dijak with the crowbar. And Gacy and Dijak battling to the back after this. So, um, And then later... Somebody is recording them. I don't know who, but Tijak is arguing with Ava. It's and... Gacy. Gacy's recording it. Oh, Gacy's recording it, which is why, okay, why the camera drops. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, he says that Tijak may be done with him, but he's not done uh-huh. with her. Uh, and the camera drops, and we get a brawl, and Ava says he cannot keep doing this, which <laughs> good for her. <laughs> so good oh. match. Angle continues. Uh, we find out that we're going to get an asylum match between these mm-hmm. two, and I just I like that Dijak is like, I'm just going to pe- threaten people's lives until I get stipulation matches, because he's great yep. at them. Yep. It'll be good. Um, what I love also is uh, you have um, Tony D saying to Stax as they watch the end of the, the match, he says, uh, you see that? The kid hung in there. Go get him for me. Get him now? Nah, not now. I got bigger things to do later. But then after that, go get him. So we're gonna we're finally getting a guy. It's Luca Cusafino. He's gonna be in the he's gonna be in the gang. Perfect. We have been asking for that for a long time. Yep. This is the direction we wanted for Tony D for so long. We're gonna talk about it more at the end of the show, which was really, really good. <laughs> yep. Um but let's get this potato pack so Lyra Valkyria stuff. Out of the way, because Lyra is there. She wishes Shotzi a speedy recovery and says that uh, she owes her a match when she's back. If she still has the title when Shotzi comes back. Something will have gone horribly wrong. <laughs> Something if, if, is, La- if, Lyra, yeah. if this version of Lyra Valkyria is still the champion when Shotzi comes back for, from a 9 to 12 month recovery... Something will have gone terribly wrong. Yeah, because Lyra needs to. They need to do something else with Lyra. This is not working, and there are too many women who deserve title reigns. Between yeah, you can't you can't give Tiffany Stratton hardly any reign and Roxanne Perez no reign and her at that point fifteen month reign or whatever. Um, But she also gives Lash her flowers, which I liked too, saying that um, she still has battle wounds to prove the the fight that she got again. More saying nice things about people in the metaphor. This is which, which definitely would not yeah. have been the case a few weeks ago. Yeah. So, so. we do uh, foreshadowing of what is to come, perhaps. Yep. Um, and she says that she also owes Tatum because Tatum actually did what she was asked, which I liked that because that was mm-hmm. something that made sense. Yep. Uh, <sighs> And this basically all is a bunch of, hey, I know you were stalking me, but you did what I asked you to. And so I wanted, I want a tag team shot at the Kabuki Warriors with you, to which Tatum is so honored. They still haven't explained why she's stalking her, really. Nope. Uh, but I, if I was Shada Baszler and Zoe Stark, I would be so pissed because it's happening. 
Uh, there was a video package later in the night, which I, I loved the video package. I don't know why Lyra and Dana were watching it, like, as as footage to study. It was not, like, in-ring footage. It was a video no. package. But it, yep. it spoke to uh, their individual success, especially Asuka's in NXT is one of the most dominant women's champions of all time. Um, and also the fact that the Kabuki Warriors were the longest rating tag team of all time. So really good job um, refreshing us on who the Kabuki Warriors are. It just wasn't like they were watching footage of them in the ring. So I was confused as to why they were watching this. But right. we are going to get our women's tag title match next week, um, which I'm sure will be a, a good match. But I, I just don't understand why Tatum is obsessed with Lyra, because she's clearly obsessed with Lyra and not the title. And her role in this whole promo was just like, well, I'll, I'll always look out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, why? Why the sudden loyalty? Uh-huh. Uh, and I don't know. Poor Shayna and Zoe, bro. Yeah, Shayna and Zoe, again, won a number one contenders match uh, on January 1st. Still have not gotten a title match. And now we're just giving them to a woman and her stalker who until today she did not like. Yeah. And also, we're not getting a title match for the women's title at Roadblock. Um, which I'm sure will only serve to piss off uh, Roxanne even more. Yes. So, that makes yeah. sense. Um, <sighs> but this was weird to me too. Rich Holland being like interrupting them. And like, excuse me, ladies, if you're if done. If there's anyone who's going to interrupt about the women's tag title picture, it's going to be Rich Holland. It was a very if, weird sequence of events. If you got, if you guys are, if you ladies are done, I would like to have the ring to talk to the to the to peep to the people. And, and they're kind of um, like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, I guess we were done, so I guess we will leave. That was so odd. Um, I've only seen like real, like full, full heels, like, like really, really. Like the like the idea of the heels interrupting the ladies, the yeah. baby face lady champion being like, "All right, sweetheart, get out of the ring. The men are gonna talk now." But yeah. he was respectful the way he said it. But it was such an odd thing. It's very Excuse easy. Would it would have been very easy for them to leave, and then for him to come in. Yes, I don't understand why he had to interrupt them. That didn't make any sense to me. But no, whatever. Um, he doesn't. He doesn't say much before the lights go out, and the little the the thing that was up on the. Tron, this little the, the evil of men and the hearts of men, and also evil. And uh, and then uh, and then a, a guy shows up and he's backlit. And I was like, honestly, if you had if you had given me a thousand guesses in the moment, no. I never would have said Sean Spears. But uh, honestly, with the chair, should have tipped me off. But it's I was I was super excited. And but immediately, did I say Sean Spears? No, I said Ty Dillinger's back, baby. And uh, he's not. He's Sean Spears, which is fine. It's fine. It's just I was I was actually a really big Ty Dillinger fan. I thought he should have won. I was the, too. I thought he should have won the NXT title from Robert Roode. Um, yeah, he should have. Like, he should. There have. was there was nobody more over on that roster for for a time for a time period. I'm not saying he should have kept it for long, but that moment of him winning they the title, the, like the, that guy, like he was so over, and nobody like Robert Roode. Like no. so, like it was it was a perfect time for him to win it, and then he would lose it immediately. It's fine, but like he was so so over. There's the, he he has his like when he come out to like like uh, take over Brooklyn 
and the entire crowd is doing the 10 thing. The That's entire so crowd cool. just she's it was so crazy. Like he was super over. And so I'm I'm happy he's back where he started and got that reaction, but also definitely playing heel now. So We'll I'm also happy that he got let out of his contract because they weren't doing anything with him in AEW for months and months. Right. So except yeah. like, hey, we're in Canada, you can work yeah. a spot. Uh, so I'm I'm glad he was let out because I I think it's a really classy move to right pay people for their contracted time. But if they have ambition to go work elsewhere, and you're as well respected as Sean Spears seems to be, I th- I think that's that's really cool. So good stuff there. Um, and also, uh, just one of the most reliable guys I think that you can kind of put somebody in there with. I, I think he'll do a lot of good work in the yep. in the veteran role there. Yeah. But Alex, um, I have a question for you. Do you now? Yes. How are you feeling so far? I'm, I'm all right. Okay. I mean, it, it could be a lot better. Sure. Well, I'm glad Dominic, we're... Dom- it. Basically still Dominic Mysterio. I'm all right, but could be a lot better. Yes, that you... I DM'd Alex and was like, how are you feeling? And he was like, I could be better, but um, not as I'm, bad as I was. So basically, yeah, I'm Dominic Mysterio. I'm, I'm better, but still bad. But That's still bad. Yeah. Uh, and I said, you still got it. But I'm, I'm glad that we limited your voice juice bo- jukebox today. But if you guys are like, I'm so yeah. sad about that, yeah. I understand. And we'll be back. But if you're like, I need someone's great <laughs> voiceover work to tide mm-hmm. me over. Well, we've oh. got the guy for you. It's Matthew Hooks of Hooked In Voiceovers. Huge supporter of our show here. Uh, especially a huge supporter of the Fightful Awards as well. I believe a Texas-based voiceover artist. Hooked In Voiceovers. We tell you whenever the sponsorship comes up about how he's represented national and international brands. Not only behind the mic, but he can do a lot of the production work for you as well. Get in touch with him at hookedinvoiceovers.com. A newly redone website not too long ago. Great supporter of the show. Great friend of ours. And incredibly skilled at what he does. I don't know if he if he does wrestlers from wrestler heaven. That's something that you would have to email him at hookedinvoiceovers at gmail.com about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. if, if so, perhaps he can get in on the bit one of these days. but um, Or maybe Could hack be. your internet. But what Could I be. do know is his normal voice has been trusted by some really important brands he does a great job you can hear his demos and his reels on his website so please go check him out friend of ours we love matthew hooks around here we thank him for his continued support of our extremely normal show Mm -hmm. but uh if you're if you're itching for some voiceover and alex's limitations have you hurt and hooked in voiceovers where to go yeah. Um, Shabugan says, so Ty Dillinger is back. It's kind of like Okada, right? Basically, but yeah. Basically, it's Okada. Uh, Lupongi Vice says, the three faces of Spears, Sean, Ty, and Stan. I just kicked Stan. <laughs> That's good. Um, uh, Luis says, look, if he is the chairman in NXT, at least give him the WrestleFlow theme or a remix of it. Yeah. I mean, sure. We'll see if that's what it stays as. Like it, that could have just been a clever way to reintroduce him to. Like they might not want to yep. uh, keep that with him. But I thought the the shot was really nicely done too. I I really did not have him front of mind for this at all. But yeah, uh, they did they did a good job here. Mm-hmm. Um, Lexus King fought Von Wagner and lost. 
and lost to Von Wagner, which is a really hard thing to do. He lost because Robert Stone um, uh, distracted him. And um, after he lost, he attacked uh, Von Wagner and, um, and and beat him up a lot and then attacked Robert Stone and gave him the, what's it called, the coronation. The thing I liked about this the most, by, by liked, I mean hated, um, was uh, Vic Joseph being like, oh, what a sore loser. He lost the match fair and square, and he's now he's attacking his opponent after the bell. The idea that you would say that during a Von Wagner match <laughs> is so funny to me, because that's his whole deal. I lose, but then I table you, so it's okay. And, and every time he would do that, Victor was like, the boyhood dream has come true. He put a guy through a table after losing. Let's all give a standing ovation to Von Wagner. And I'm like, you can pick, you can be, you can be pro sore loser or anti sore loser. You should not be able to be both. No. So, yeah. The best part of this was Robert Stone's cell of the coronation. I thought he got electrocuted. It's, it's Robbie E, man, he's, just, he's, he's doing this it. This was uh, on on par with the famous Urcel that we got out of uh, Iron Savages this weekend. It was quite the sell, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't. I understand, and I half accept, and I only half accept because it goes against every fiber of my being as a wrestling fan to fully accept it that. The way that they measure success, <laughs> this this Mark. Um, yeah, he lost to Vern Wagner. Wagner. Nobody loses to Von Wagner. Um. So I half accept that their measure of whether someone is over or not is screen time and not booking. I get that. It's my least favorite thing in wrestling. Yes. Yeah, I know. But there's taking losses and then there's losing to Von Wagner and you're still going to tell me and I guarantee you in a month I'm still supposed to think Lexus King is super important and like king of the world when he lost to Von Wagner I mean the the roll up is nuts like he's got his back to you just pick him up and do your terrible like lazy half um, attitude adjustment and pin him with a move like the 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 roll up is just so like like look look at me I'm going to school I'm going to schoolboy you. That's what he says. I'm going to schoolboy you. I'm going to schoolboy you. Um, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. Um, also, Vic Joseph being like, he went after his kids. And, like, and and then <laughs> Booker being like, those kids are brats. They shouldn't be in the building. <laughs> those kids deserved it from being those, around. Those, those Booker kids deserved T, please it. please stop. The fuck them so. kids. Booker T. Um, That's right. So I guess we'll get more of this with Von Wagner versus Lixus King again, but it does shouldn't matter because Von already beat him once. Right. Like if Lex, if Lexus won and then uh, he attacked Rob, uh, Mr. Stone after the match and then Von Wagner would get revenge. Von, Von Wagner already won. This, this thing is over. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. I don't, um, I, I, Lexus King lost to Von Wagner. That's all. It's true. It's also true. My, my Cyclo bringing up that he tricked Melo into getting a pay-per-view match that he lost. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> Sucker. Thanks for that pay-per-view shine. 
Thanks for that pay-per-view match that you won on the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, backstage, uh, Jada Parker um, yelling at Lyra Valkyria and Tatum Paxley um, and uh, Ariana Grace, Ariana Venti getting involved and um, being like, now what? What? Why do you have a problem with the Kabuki Warriors? We don't. We just want to be champions. And her being like, "Why do we have to fight about everything?" Like, um, uh, it's NXT, so. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Jada Parker versus Gigi Dolan happens, and Ariana Grace comes out through the whole. She is out there screaming, "No, stop! Don't fight!" For like. <coughs> two minutes and and nobody notices it like like the idea that like she comes out and is screaming wailing at the top of her lungs and nobody notices but anybody like like strides down the ramp silently and people lose immediately to 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 roll-ups is very funny to me um but eventually gd dolan does lose because of ariana grace um and then still like why why can't we all be friends or something this is all dumb the only thing that I appreciate about this is that everybody else seems to be acknowledging that this is wrestling. Uh, Jada Parker is like in your stupid crown. <laughs> I was like, thank yeah. you for yeah. acknowledging that this is not a beauty pageant and it is a wrestling promotion. Yes, true. Uh, the other thing I appreciate about this is this is genuinely why my sister won't watch wrestling. Um, she finds wrestling fascinating about it, like everything about it pretty fascinating outside of the actual wrestling. Uh, which she has no stomach for. So I, I appreciate that Ariana is speaking on behalf of my sister, who does not watch, um, because she's like, oh, a work shoot? That's interesting. Anyway, I can't stomach any sort of fake violence. So uh, she'll never see a John Moxley match. But she feels the same way. Like, if she had a character, it would be somebody who's like, well, why do we have to fight about it? Uh, which is antithetical to how pro wrestling works. But this is the first time we've seen an NXT that they're actually calling her on her BS of... This is not a beauty pageant. And Jada Parker was the right choice to do it because she was she's really good. Like she just she just is normal in this little world. So guys, get in your super chats and your humper chats and leave a thumbs up on this video. Pretty, pretty please. Tell me how pretty my hair is. Just got it done. Oh, Alex, you're either muted or your audio went out. Oh no! See now we can just talk about how pretty my hair is because we can't it's, hear Alex. It's it's darker, right? It is darker and redder. Yeah, it's 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 uh, yeah. No, okay, now now I can see because you're fl- flipping back and forth. I just thought I <laughs> honestly I just thought it was bad lighting. I was like, <laughs> so you think be, it looks it, bad? It, it no it, no I I thought that it was I didn't recognize it being a different color. I just thought it was darker where you were. No, it's like, like the a, lights were. Just, I like the highlights and stuff. Like, oh, it's, it's, yeah, you. it's nice. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Um, uh, Shabugan says, is Von Wagner versus Lexus King the worst feud in wrestling maybe of all time? Luis says, I raise you Andre Chase versus Von Wagner. That was also very bad. That was... But honestly, the worst ones to me are when someone I hate beats someone I really like. Like well, two yeah. guys that I don't like, I just mm-hmm. I'm like I don't care, right? Um, yeah. But when somebody that I 
I, somebody that I think is genuinely bad at this beat someone that I think is genuinely great at this. Mm-hmm. Like the worst thing in the world to me would have been if Dominic beat Mustafa Ali. Like that right. would have yeah. sent me. Um, Heritage Cup Championship. They have a backstage segment where um, uh, Noam Dar uh, has PTSD <laughs> from the sneak attack. And uh, he, he almost chokes on his water. This uh, face turn is my fault, I think. <laughs> I, I, I think it is. Um, and here's here's parts of why it's a face turn. Um, he came out for his match with only Oro Mensa, but both Lash Legend and Jakara Jackson were in the building. At yeah. least Jakara Jackson might have been like, well, she's, she's in the trainer's room because of the crossface. But Lash Legend, nothing happened to her. She could easily have been out there. That's weird that she wasn't. Um, so without all four of them, there's less of an opportunity for them to cheat. Correct. Because they were, they were only there to cheat on behalf of Dar. Now that they're not there, they're, they can't cheat on his behalf. And he's fighting against a team that's also heels and they do cheat through the entire match. And Oramensa doesn't really do anything back to them, which again is a baby face thing to do. Correct. Um, and, uh, after the first fall, which was a backslide. Charlie Dempsey got him with a backslide. Immediately, Damon Kemp jumped in the ring while the ref wasn't looking and leveled Noam Dar. And and um, which is a thing that Noam Dar's people would have done a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Correct. And we had um, uh, Vic Joseph again, the objective commentator, going like, "Oh, that's terrible. That was after the bell. The, the ref's back was turned. That's 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 cheating. That's obviously cheating." And so now at the, he got one fall back with his with his Nova roller, and then another, and then a uh, what was it, a dragon suplex, bridging yes. for the one two three. Charlie Dempsey pinned him. They didn't even get they didn't even need to get to like round five. It was over pretty quickly. Um, and now you have the, to me this is Noam Dar turning face because now he can he can try and get back his Heritage Cup fighting against them. And um, it may be that he has to beat all the members of New Quarter Catch Crew in order to get a title match. I don't. There's no. Perhaps Charlie Dempsey is the is the final boss, but perhaps he isn't. And Drew Gulak decides, oh no, you beat Charlie Dempsey, but the title wasn't on the line. So now I'm the guy with the. Now you got to beat me. I don't know. Those are stuff that that, that they are doing here. They they spoke highly of Jakara Jackson and Lash Legend on commentary and Lyra Valkyria put over Lash Legend. Um, Oramensa didn't do anything to help him. He was like complaining to the referee. Did not you not, did you not see that? He never ran around there and tried to like take out one of the guys who was interfering. He never did that. This is a, this is a face turn for Noam Dar. And again, it is of course all your fault, but. It is entirely my fault. I take full responsibility, but what am I supposed to do? Not love Noam Dar? It's impossible. <laughs> well, now you're allowed to because before you were going against right. what they what what you were supposed to against well, societal norms. They would have you say, "No, this guy's a cheater and he's not very nice." And you said, "I don't care. I love him anyway. He's a I bad love him boy. so much." And but now you actually get to you actually get to love him. It's good. It right? wasn't even like he. I don't even care because he's a bad boy. It was like I want to be in the metaphor. You did. Um, you wanted to be the meta five for a while. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh. This is going to surprise a lot of people because they know I'm a Tekker gal. Mm-hmm. But there were parts of this that I did not like. Sloppy. Um, 
but really, fun. really. It was, it, was, it was a fun match, but it was not not what what you I know would have wanted from this. It uh, so it it I'm I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I, huh. Having doing technical wrestling with a time limit is an insanely tricky thing. Mm-hmm. It's what I so appreciated and was so vocal about was Zack Saber Junior's title reign. Um, to do technical wrestling in rounds is almost impossible. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because the beauty of technical wrestling is you're weaving the story of working over body parts over time. So to be so new with this and to give Charlie Dempsey the cup uh, makes me, it it just makes me a little nervous because that's a very specific type of thing to try and master. And uh, Zack Sabre Jr. has been doing it since he was 14. And so he was able to pull that off. Time, Time limit technical wrestling is very, very difficult and requires really masterful endings to things and if they're just going to rely on a bunch of interference it kind of to me undercuts what's so cool about having like a catch club like i don't need it to be the blackpool combat club but i do want it to be about the purity of the art form when you call yourself a catch club so if they're just going to be doing the same shit that noam dar and the metaphor were doing i don't that's not for me at all like not every heel has to behave this way with the cop and it should be like a, a young kid grinding his teeth on, on this right. should have something to prove with it. Now, they could easily pivot to that story and say, we're not going to help you, kid. I just don't trust them to do that because this is the only story we've gotten with the entire Heritage Cup so right. far. And I didn't want Noam Dar to do that. Um, mm. Some of it was sloppy. Some of it was sloppy fun because it felt like they were trying to win the match the whole time, which that I right. always appreciate. Some of it was just bad camera angles. Like, they never... There were a ton of arm bars in this, and at no point could you see a single locked-in arm bar no. properly. Like, no. so some of it was just stuff like that. But uh, I hope there's a tremendous amount of guidance for Charlie Dempsey because I think he's very good. But time limit technical wrestling is a, a very tricky thing to be able to do extremely well. So I just don't want him to be set up for something that's not great. Um, but I do think, like, I like that we got Obafemi winning really fast. I like that. Uh, Charlie Dempsey won the cup here because it's it's nice to have some things that feel fresh and surprising and what's in such a predictable show. So yeah. that part's cool. I just don't want this to be a continual thing of like, and then everybody interfered on his behalf. Like, oh, uh, yeah. very happy for a Noam Dar face turn. I have loved him unapologetically for a while, and now everybody will be on my side as they should be. Right. Yep. Um. I was right uh, always. Cyclo says, "What was what is Pete's du- Pete Dunn's reaction to to Dempsey's big win?" Okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, um, so, right. at the beginning, um, Dragonov calls out the rodent, um, Carmelo Hayes. Like rodent, and I just like okay. Did you call funny. him a disgusting rodent? I think a disgusting rodent. <laughs> a disgusting and, rat. That's what it was. No, he said rodent. He said rat. he said rodent, and that I was rolls. like, I've never heard anybody called me a rodent, which is very funny. Um, but some rodents are cute, you know. Like I believe uh, groundhogs, they're cute. I mean, cuter than rats. Right. I mean, yeah, the vermin. <laughs> Rabbits are rodents. 
Okay, like, well, rabbits, rabbits are, are adorable. Rabbits are cute. So anyway. Sometimes um, rabbits are kind of cute. You disgusting little fluffy bunny. Get out here right now. Um, so uh, he, um, rats are cute. Well, there we go. See, rats are know. cute. People say rats are cute. Rats are cute. No. Rats are cute. They're so. disgusting. I lived in New York. You got to understand the rats that I was up against. It all they depends were on the subway track. Yeah, which, and they were this rat. big. <laughs> yeah, that's rats. Sure. Yeah. Um, so uh, Milo comes out with a full brigade of security dudes um, and is like, I'm not coming in there, Ilya, until there's a contract for me to sign that has me versus you next week at Roadblock. And then two um, security guys jump up on, on the ramp on the uh, apron and get punched in the face and then the rest of them form a phalanx like a, like they circle the wagons around <laughs> around carmelo like this like as though they expect people to jump over the barricades and attack him which i thought was very funny um so we um we have our contract signing at the end of the night um and ilian and Melo are there they're quickly interrupt with ava they're quickly interrupted by uh, Tony D'Angelo. And Tony comes all the way down. He like... Um... Sorry, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Thanks, Alex. I just did a that, that, I'm really sorry about that. We're sorry for the poor timing. We make no apologies for being so funny. I'm sorry. I hate We're sorry you happened. didn't inhale your asthma meds. Uh, that, <laughs> I'm also asthmatic. I hate when that happens. Um, so... Um, he comes in, he walks through because all also all the security guys are like standing around the ring on the apron. And he walks in and uh and he's and he stands there and he's like uh uh gentlemen and lady. I just wanted to, he starts talking about um um that he's out here because I'm the Don and not just if you're him or if you're the NXT champion. Those aren't the only ways you can get things done around here. The Don can also get things done. And Melo's like, if you open your mouth one more time, I'm going to have my boys throw throw you out of the ring and escort you to the back. And um, Tony D's like, yeah, sure you are. And they all leave. Like, they were all plants. Like, he 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 got them in his pocket. That is some of the most, like, like mob-ass shit. We're like, you... <laughs> You thought your boys were working for you. Guess what? They actually work for me. Like, there's a few mob movies where they do that, and it's always the coolest shit. Like, like they're not loyal to you. They're loyal to me. Like, that was so cool. I love that. Was one of the coolest character touches. Yes. In a, in a, in, in a segment in wrestling that I've seen, they just snapping their fingers, snapping his fingers, and they all leave wordlessly. They just get out and leave. So, which means. Carmelo doesn't have anybody to back him up. That was really cool. I really love that. Um, but he's saying, like, and this is true, this whole Melo Dragunov Trick Williams saga has been dominating the NXT championship picture for the last eight months. And I think it's time for a change. Listen, I have a problem with that of you fellas. I like Trick. But this is it's time for some new blood. And that's the Don. So here's how it's going to go. Me versus Mello next week at Roadblock. And the winner gets Ilya Dragunov at Standing to Deliver. And Dragunov is like, that actually is cool. I would love to, I would love to see um, 
Mello actually earned something for one in his, once in his life. That was cool. That was um, a great line. And uh, and so there's a brawl after the contract is, is uh, the, there's a brawl here. He's like, Tony's already signed the contract. Um, Ilya, if it's okay with you, this is what we're going to do. All it needs is for Carmelo to sign the contract as well. So they have a little brawl. Um, I don't know why Dragunov was so close behind Tony. So when he cocks a fist back, he put, he hits him in the nose with his elbow and then uh, turns around and then Carmelo puts him to the table, signs the, the deal, drops the contract on his chest, picks up the the, the uh, title, drops that on, on Dragunov and, and leaves. So he's still got the upper hand, even though all his boys left, which I thought was uh, good, makes Carmelo seem like a threat. Um, and here's what I think happens with this. I feel like Trick comes back next week to cost Mello. So you get your Tony D versus um, Dragunov match at Stand and Deliver. And you also get Trick versus Mello at Stand and Deliver. In a one-on-one thing, a grudge match, all that stuff. And if it were me, I would have that be the last match in Carmelo Hayes' career in yeah. NXT. Losing to Trick Williams and then go- like everyone was like, oh man, I can't wait to see match number four. Versus Drag Dragonov versus Melo. Like, yeah, they're all really good. And the match I'm sure would be excellent, but like that's a lot of title matches between the same two guys in NXT. And too um, many of Ilya's reign, there's been like at that point there will be like six or seven, and yeah. there he will have half of them. Uh I also think we're pretty sure Melo's gonna lose and go to the main roster. So right. don't waste a title shot on something that feels extremely obvious. That we've yep. seen three times before. Um, and Trick and Mello is so personal. And while it's been centered around the title, and I would like to see that paid off, I'm not mad about it being something to the side. And I also really like this trajectory for Tony D'Angelo. He was tag team champion. He's putting together the family. He's adding Luca Crucifino to this. Yep. Uh, we have Big Ange. That is her name. I don't care. Um like I, I like this was the direction that I would kind of wanted for Tony D almost after the Santos stuff. Like I thought this is where we were going. He didn't hate the tag stuff, but this is so much better of him being like, I'm calling the shots. I'm in charge around here. He's gonna run yeah. rough shot over a lot of things in NXT in general, as I think we get there. I loved Dragonoff being like, You actually want to work to get here. I respect that. Really, yeah. really good stuff. And this whoever produced this segment. Can you produce the other segments? Everything made sense here. Yeah. Everybody yeah. came out of this looking strong. Like Melo looked good. Dragonoff looked yeah. good. Tony D looked great. Tony D needed it the most, and he probably looked the strongest in this, but everything made sense. Can you whoever this was, please do the rest of the show? Because this yeah. this made the most sense of anything we've seen in a long time. <clears throat> For sure. Um so Tony D versus Melo next week should be really great. Um, it, it's nice to see him on that level playing field with all the other guys, which is where he should have been. I think that that injury with him and Wesley, um, a year ago now kind of like really put a damper on what the plans were for him. Uh, he finally has gotten back to that level as a, as a singles guy. Now he's going to lose to Dragunov, but it's going to be a really good match. I just want to see now what they do with him afterwards. He's he's got a full family now. He's got Crucifino, and so that's three. That's good. Honestly, you could call him up, and then they could become a part of the trios division on SmackDown. Trio like, and a girl or, division. 
and and they got a girl. So like it's three three guys and a girl. I don't know. I don't. I was thinking like you could easily uh, pull Carmelo up and team him with Ashanti Diadonis and Cedric Alexander, who were doing a tag thing. And all of a sudden, that's three guys. You just need a girl for him. Not sure who that's going to be. Jada Parker. I don't know. But like <laughs> you, you have you have a three girl three guys in a girl division on SmackDown. There's a, there's a lot of cool stuff you could do. I personally think uh, there's a lot of stuff going on on SmackDown in only two hours. So so Melo yes. going to Raw is probably a better idea. But um, I agree. Yeah. I really liked all of this, and it did make me like retroactively annoyed because I I think I actually really would have enjoyed if they had just stayed <laughs> the course with Tony D and Chase U. Me too. Like seeing this yeah, segment, I was like, it. if yeah. they just did this sooner and had the Chase U angle that we thought was going to happen, it would have. Yeah. I actually think it would have been very fun, and I would have had way less complaints about what was going on uh, with yeah. with Chase U. But really good stuff, really good yeah. stuff. They Tony D'Angelo does an excellent job getting out of cartoonish world and into serious stuff. He just has a really good feel for mm-hmm. when to to power that on. But we were getting those segments where he was in jail and stuff. Like he was great at all that stuff good yeah. shit really good yes um shabugan says are you saying he's a good hand kate i don't know who you were talking about at the time but he said i don't know that. who i was talking about either I don't, know, I don't know alpha bill says your hair is pretty oh thank you alpha bill um me norma says uh kate your hair looks amazing alex knight hat <laughs> you do have a nice hat thank you and my hair um, does and- look good thank you and Alpha Bill says, I like the way Alex turns words into sentence. <laughs> do you do that? Like, That's I need an example. That's what, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Turn words into sentence. He, said, he sent it right after I, I listed all the all the reasons why they're they're turning face. So I don't know. Mm, there you go. Um, all right. There's you probably do. I just am fluent in Alex. Do you want me yeah, to read but, them? Are you okay? There's a lot of puns. Why don't why don't um why don't I do a few and then then you can you can do the rest okay you you drive for as long as you feel like driving then we'll get out we'll go to the gas station we'll get some snacks you'll probably get sour patch something yeah mm-hmm. i'll get some water like we're in birdemic yeah there you go a lot of water we need a lot of water like a lot of water like a <laughs> lot so much water true infamous says i went to the library to get a medical book on abdominal pain somebody had ripped the appendix out Ah, uh, mm, that's good. Not a pun, but a um, great joke. Uh, Kim Gray says, "Good RX brothers." <laughs> Very nice. Uh, Ian Riccoboni says, "Tetanus team 2000." Hell yeah! Chris Pereira says, "Pediatric surgeon." Whoop that, Whoop that pediatric surgeon! It's so mean. Pediatric. <laughs> Whoop that pediatric. Um. Orion Ben says Flintstones Wendy chewable vitamins. <laughs> Wendy Love Fro Love Fro says House MD of Black. <laughs> I love Meet that Nor- show. Meet, Meet Norma says Sky Blue Cross and the Shield. Red Cross okay. Velvet. <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Fono says King of the Bum Worms. Very nice. Gross, uh, but tr- nice. Tr- True Infamous says, Sur- Surgeon Slaughter. <laughs> if your surgeon is named Slaughter, go to a different surgeon. Go to a different surgeon. Might just be unfortunate um, circumstances. But. Yeah. True Infamous says, Tylenol Dillinger. Meet Norma that says, That was very funny. Sorry, I sneezed. <laughs> RX Truth. 
Cough medicine go. punk. <laughs> vert vert vaccine. Vert vaccine's really good. I like that. ENR says depression X. Depression Exe- X. <laughs> Eczema pack. Eczema pack. Bronchitis breaker. That's very good. Ian R says Zach Labor Jr. Oh no, he's going into Zach Labor Jr. Um, that's very good. They also just—that's um, been a thing because he's so liberal. <laughs> the Labor Ian Party. Ian R says Booker <laughs> T. Tuberculosis. All right, I'll take it. Tom the Valley says typhoid, not typhoon, but typhoid. <laughs> the shock therapy master. Um, Cody's uncle. Right. That is, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ric- Ricardo eats rice. Says rhinoplasty. I'm glad you're eating um, rice. Um, insert clever Tegan Knox pun. Says Tegan anoxicillin. Anoxicillin. That might be your best Tegan specific pun because that's good. You you put those creative constraints on yourself. Lupongi Vice says John Tetanus. Not John Tenta. John Tetanus. That's very good. And also, what's the handle again? Lupongi Lupongi Vice. Vice. Yeah. That's like pun handle. Excellent Uh pun. Uh Excellent word. Lupongi. Chris Pereira says Layla Gray's Anatomy. Very good. Very good. Um, This is my favorite. Chris Pereira, you got this one. Oba Flemmy. You win. There's nobody's gonna beat this one. I'm sorry. Who is um, my <coughs> next victim? <laughs> Lieutenant Colonel Photo says, "I swerve when I drive line fracture." Oh no! Um, Louisville says, "Doctor Who's house." Who's house? Doctor Who's house. Um, Jamal news. says, "Adam colonoscopy." Unfortunate, but Bo- Boris says. Money in the blood bank. <laughs> Tom LaValle says, It's all about the poo. Adam Colaguard, baby. <laughs> You've been uh, getting targeted with too many ads, sir. But. <laughs> no, uh, insert clever Tegan Knox pun. Tegan Chicken Knox. Oh, I like Chicken Knox. Yeah, there you go. Uh, ENR says, IV Nile. Oh, that one's so good. Um, Louisville says pre-metaphor, pre-med, pre-metaphor. Oh, metaphor! I got you. Mister Darke says Oba Pharmacy. That's very good. Le- Lovefro says R A F F L I N. That's rattling. <laughs> it's not really a pun, but all right. Um, this one I like a lot because I can I can do the the announcement. Tom Valley says. Shin Splints Nakamura. That's very good. Um, uh, Chris Barrera says PhDDT. Very good. True Infamous says Tommy Endocrinologist. <laughs> Such a Lieutenant weird gimmick Colonel, for that guy. Lieut- Lieutenant Colonel Photo says Kevin Fluenza Owens. Um, Kevin uh, Fluenza is really good. <laughs> Ian R says Michael Colonic. Oh, rough, but well done. Um, Greg Cherry Brand says Anesthesia J. Very nice. 
Love you both, Kate. Love the hair. Love you, and so does um, my hair. True from it says so uh, Polio Sky or Polo Polio Sky. There we go, Polio Sky. EO Sky, Polio Sky. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Chris Pereira says stethoscope. Very nice. Ian R says um, Maxine do prescription. That's really good, but. It also gives us a segue to this one that Greg Cherry just said mm. of vaccine Dupree, which That's is That's great. That's great. Whoo. Oh good. Shot K29 says Nyquilia Dragonov. Carmelo Carmelo Hives. Tama Tongue exam. Ooh. Whose house? MD. Very nice. Shabugan. Says Okada hits the pacemaker, not on XT though. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Shibugan, Shibugan also says it's a shame watching Lexus King isn't elective. Um, like elective surgery. Two Electric okay. Mayhem says sarcoidosis deco. Sarcoidosis deco. <laughs> Tendinitis O'Neill. Tendinitis O'Neill. Horror, horror, horror. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. My, my elbow. Um, uh, Shabugan says triple, triple H, triple HH hemorrhoidectomy. Ooh, yeah. some nasty it's procedures, good. but good puns. Yeah, Chris Pereira <laughs> says Owen heart surgery. Oh, Love Fro says Chelsea gangrene. <laughs> Chelsea gangrene. <laughs> Electric Mayhem says Harvey Sniffelsman. Harvey Sniffelsman. The podiatrist, Nick Wayne. <laughs> Could um, be the podiatrist, uh, Roxanne Perez, too. Yeah. Um, Tama Valley says, to save money, take El Generico medication. And Lieutenant <laughs> Colonel, right back to back, says El Generico medicine. So I like go. it. Truth I like says, people vibe. Big E. coli. <laughs> Ian I R miss says, Big E. Coli on our screen. Me too. Me too. Chase UTI. <laughs> Sounds painful. Um, True Infamous says, Rybacterial meningitis. Meet Norma says, Meat norovirus can lead to meat madness. It's true. It's true. You got to be careful about that. Meet Norma says, Tom and Nick Listeria causes the shamrock shakes. Electric Mayhem says shin splint nakamorphine. Uh, and, and, and vertebrae Wyatt. Vertebrae Wyatt. Twitchmas says Anthony Vertigogo. That's very good. And uh ENR says big angioplasty. Big angioplasty. Yeah. It's gonna be like big Adriana plasty next week. <laughs> yep. All right, you have a you have a jukebox. I have a jukebox. You have a jukebox. Yeah. No. Okay. At least it's still Tiffany. I'm gonna miss her. Just all in the main roster now, doing great. Kitty Ara says, "Head cold, Steve Austin." <laughs> I like that. <clears throat> These ads. 
Drowning deep in my sea of loathing, broken your servant, I kneel. Will you give in to me? It seems what's left of my human side is slowly changing in me. Will you give in to me? Looking at my own reflection when suddenly it changes. Violently it changes. No, there's no turning back now. You've woken up the demon in me. Get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Get up. Come down. <laughs> get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. Get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Your mother. Get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Your something I can't say. Get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Madness is a gift that's been given to me. Toodles. Very good. And I only have one Before, and it's Darby, so that Alex makes me, down with the Yeah, I only have one, so we'll do that. Um uh, there's one more pun. Mr. Showtime it. says COVID nineteen three thousand. Okay, here we go. Um Darby singing just can't what? get enough uh from T Electric Mayhem. When I'm with you, baby, I go out of my head. And I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. All the things you do to me and everything you said, I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. We slip and slide as we fall in love. And I just can't seem to get enough of Malachi Black. <laughs> we walk together. We're walking down the street. And I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. Every time I think of you, I know we have to meet. And I just can't get enough. I just can't get enough. It's getting hotter. It's a burning love. And I just can't seem to get enough of Brody King. Thanks. That's it. Sorry. Um, Anthrax Harward is very good. That's very good. All right, everybody. We will resume your normal jukebox operations next week, providing this doesn't feel bad. But what I hope everyone takes away from this is how yes. much fun the jukebox is and how much you all miss it in its absence. Yes. And that you should think about that over the course of the next six days. Yes. yes. <laughs> and come yes. back with double the money and appreciation. <laughs> Pepsi hemophilia from Lieutenant Turtle. That's very good. Right. Auburn all Harry right. Kate gave you a teacher lecture at the end of that. But we do thank you for limiting yourselves to only one jukebox and it being the wrestler that Alex hates. It's like yeah, Jericho, but, huge gap, but yeah, Darby yeah. Allen. Yes, so, um, <laughs> we will right. resume operations next week. And hey, Alex. Yes. I don't even know if you know this, but I asked what? Sean, so now I know. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> we'll be on Fightful Select for the post-show uh, for AEW Revolution, which makes me really happy because we get to be sillier behind the paywall. Good. So uh, if you want to hear us talk about AEW, uh, specifically Revolution, which has an incredible card coming up, which I'm very excited, including Sting's retirement match, uh, yeah. please subscribe to Fightful Select, and we will have an alternative post-show to what is on the main. Uh, so I just wanted to let everybody else know that, including Alex, because I don't think we knew which station we were on. Until. We didn't know. Now we know. <laughs> now we yeah. know. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, keep cool, gabagools. Toodles. Oh, wait, hold on. Tama tongue depressor from Luponky Voice. This hurts because we're ending on 68 puns. I know. Listen, guys, you have 
You have 20 seconds to get another pun in, to get a 69. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Now we're now we are at 15 seconds. 14, 13, 12, 11. Guys. 10, come on. 9. Let's do it. Eight. It's fine. I'll just ruin my day. ALS Snow. Al's Snow from Tom Valley. Thank you so much and good night. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.